Four, five times. Four, five times. Ain't it nice? Do things right. Four, five times. Four, five times. Maybe I'll sigh. Maybe I'll sigh. And maybe I'll cry. Maybe I'll cry. But if I die, I'm going to try to do it four, five times. Thank you very much. You're listening to the Jazz Focus here on WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark, and thank you for joining us. Today we're going to be listening to the fruits of two different recording sessions, one recorded at the end of 1937 and one towards the beginning of 1938, and they were both done for Decca Records. Decca was a British label that had been active in the early 30s, and it was kind of... I can't say revived because it didn't exist before in America, but it was uh, established in America in the fall of 1934. The fellow who did that was a man named Jack Cap, and he had been a, an arts and repertoire man and a producer for Brunswick Records before that, and he had a good relationship uh, and an appreciation for uh, a lot of African-American jazz artists at the time. And so when he started the label, some of the first... Uh, recording sessions were done by black bands. Fletcher Henderson and his orchestra, Earl Hines, uh, Tiny Bradshaw, Clarence Williams, they were all recording in the fall of 1934. Cap was just trying to figure out what would sell, basically. Of course, this was during the Depression. Uh, these were cheaper records, and uh, he wanted to bring in, I guess, established bands with a repertoire that could just uh, start putting down recordings and not have to do a lot of retakes and have a lot of overhead. By the 1936-37 or so, uh, it had settled into a, a more of a popular label, and the two of the biggest stars on it were Louis Armstrong and Bing Crosby. Um, and uh, Bing's brother Bob had a series of recordings that was becoming a hit. A little bit later, it had Count Basie and Woody Herman. But Cap was interested in trying some different things as well, and he uh, must have been a jazz fan and had an appreciation for that. He brought uh, a number of earlier jazz stars from the 20s into the recording fold of Decca as well, and that's where we are right now. We started out with a um, tune called Wild Man Blues, which is co-credited to Louis Armstrong and Jelly Roll Morton, who were never in the same room together, apparently, to write the tune. Uh, somehow, uh, it was credited to both of them, and uh, the hit recordings, as it were, from, or as it was in the 1920s, were done by Jelly Roll Morton's Red Hot Peppers and Louis Armstrong's Hot Five, or Hot Seven, rather. Um, there was also a recording by Johnny Dodds uh, at the time, and this recording was also done by Johnny Dodds. He was sort of brought out of a kind of an unofficial retirement. Many jazz musicians had 
uh, been retired in the 1930s because of the Depression, although Dodds was still playing in Chicago. He spent most of his uh, performing life after he left New Orleans in 1920 or so in Chicago, uh, the exception being this recording session where he went to New York. At least, I think it was in New York. Uh, I've heard differing or seen differing uh, accounts of this, but apparently he was brought to New York City in January of 1938, and he was an elder statesman of jazz, having recorded with King Oliver and Louis Armstrong and Jelly Roll Morton, as well as having a long series of recordings under his own name. So, Wild Man Blues was recorded in uh, January, January 21st of 1938, and it was credited to Johnny Dodds and his Chicago Boys. This was Charlie Shavers on trumpet, John Kirby on bass, and O'Neill Spencer on drums, washboard, if you can hear any washboard, and vocals. They were three of the charter members of the John Kirby uh, sextet at the time. Uh, actually, Charlie Shavers had replaced Frankie Newton, but he was the key member of the band, did the arrangements. With them, we hear Teddy Bunn on guitar, a great uh, guitar player. I did a podcast on him a while back, if you're interested. Uh, he also uh, sings on one of the sessions that we will be hearing. And on piano, we have Lil Armstrong, who, of course, had played in the King Oliver Band with Johnny Dodd. She was uh, functioning as the uh, sort of music director of DECA uh, at different times in New York. She put this session together, apparently, uh, and she did quite a few other things in Chicago. That's why I think that this possibly was done in Chicago, although uh, the other musicians, I don't know, were in Chicago at the time. So it's a little bit mysterious anyway. So we heard the Wild Man Blues, and from there we went to our other session and our other great New Orleans jazz clarinetist, Jimmy Noon. And we heard uh, four or five times a uh, kind of a, uh, a skiffle tune from uh, the 1920s. It was uh, known as hokum, sort of comedy, blues, jazz, what have you. And Jimmy Noon had recorded that with his Apex Club Orchestra in the late 20s. This session was done. And we think definitely in New York in December, December 1st of 1937, has a similar band with Charlie Shavers and O'Neill Spencer. We also hear, of course, Jimmy Noon on clarinet. His regular pianist at the time, Frank Smith, uh, was on this session. Pete Brown was on alto sax. He was part of the Kirby band uh, at this point as well. The New Orleans bassist, Wellman Bro, uh, uh, from the Ellington band, although he was out of the Ellington band at that point. And Teddy Bunn on guitar. And we heard uh, O'Neill Spencer with the uh, background chorus they're doing four or five times. So we're going to be listening to the music of both of those sessions. A couple of these tunes I have put on other podcasts a long time ago. One of Pete Brown, I think one of Teddy Bunn as well, but they're well worth hearing again. So our next set is going to be part of the Johnny Dodds, or the rest of the Johnny Dodds set, I should say. Johnny Dodds, as I said, was born in New Orleans, 1892. He spent most of his performing career, recording career, in Chicago. He was very well respected. Uh, he was uh, well thought of by Benny Goodman and uh, many of the great jazz stars of the time. Barney Begard left a particularly uh, glowing account of listening to uh, Johnny Dodds in New Orleans. I think um, uh, Albert Nicholas did as well. So we're going to hear a few more tunes that are uh, associated to one degree or another with Johnny Dodds. First one is Melancholy, a Rube Bloom tune that was recorded by uh, Louis Armstrong and Johnny Dodds again. Then we're going to go to a blues tune, 29th and Dearborn, very similar to the tunes that J Dodds had recorded in the 20s, the blues compositions. Then a kind of a novelty um, thing called Shake Your Can by... 
someone named Dickinson. It might have been Althea Dickerson, who was a, a pianist and who did a lot of work for Paramount Records. This was kind of one of those semi-dirty blues or suggestive blues, I guess you'd have to say. Again, O'Neill Spencer on vocal. Uh, then we'll hear Blues Galore, a uh, straight-ahead blues composition. And we will end up with Old Stackley Blues, which was uh, a traditional tune based on the Frankie and Johnny lyrics. And uh, that, too, has a uh, vocal by uh, O'Neill Spencer. So those are our tunes for this set. Johnny Dodds and his Chicago Boys doing Melancholy, 29th and Dearborn, Shake Your Can, Blues Galore, and Stackley. Thank you. 
never miss the water till the well runs dry. You never miss the water till the well runs dry. You never miss your baby till she says goodbye. When my baby left me, she left me a mule to ride. When my baby left me, she left me a mule to ride. When a train pulled out, the moon laid down and died. cold and stormy night Stackerly and Billy had a fight Stack got his gun, boy he got it fast shot for Billy, the bullet broke the glass, oh Stackerly oh Stackerly Stackerly shot Billy once his body fell to the floor. The can-can dancers raced for the door. Billy cried, Stack, don't shoot me no more. Old Stackerly, mean Stackerly. Life. I've got two babies and a wife. Stack said, Bless your children, doggone your wife. I'm gonna steal your life. Oh, Stackerly, please, Mr. Stackerly. Stack went to sleep in the jail. Billy's ghost made an awful will. Stack dreams the devil said, hunt your hold, cause I've come to get your soul. For Stackerly, for Stackerly. 
So there we have Johnny Dodds and his Chicago Boys. A very nice uh, swing uh, background for an earlier style jazz musician. Johnny Dodds, of course, from New Orleans. And uh, this is really, I think, the only recording session that he did in his life where you really get a good sense of what his tone was like. Uh, Decca Recording Studios in presumably New York were, were, were good ones, and he was in good shape at that time. He made his last recordings two years later uh, in Chicago, also for Decca, as part of the Georgiavakian uh, Salute to New Orleans. Uh, he did two tunes there, and he was unfortunately kind of past his prime. He was having dental troubles and things like that, and he didn't sound as good. But on this session we're listening to today, he really sounded excellent and backed by younger musicians. Charlie Shavers on trumpet was only 17 years old uh, when he did this um, very uh, prodigious, prodigy-like trumpet player who had already done quite a few recording sessions and and, uh, arrangements and so forth. We heard Lil Armstrong on piano. She didn't solo, she just played rhythm in there. Teddy Bunn did some fine guitar solos. Uh, John Kirby on bass and O'Neill Spencer on drums, possibly washboard, and vocals. He took vocals on quite a few tunes, as he did with John Kirby, and uh, he had a good jazz phrasing to his voice as well. So we started out with Melancholy, a tune usually done very, very slowly. Uh, here, picked up a little bit, and same for the first tune we heard today, the Wild Man Blues. A little bit more of a uh, of a danceable beat to those tunes. That might have been uh, a producer's suggestion, or maybe Johnny Dodds had evolved those performances over the years to something a little bit faster. Then a slow blues, 29th and Dearborn, started out minor and then went into a very impassioned and classic Johnny Dodds clarinet solo. Then that kind of comedy number, Shake Your Can, talking about uh, a church where the mortgage was due and the pastor sending the ladies out with cans to supposedly gather coins, and that's where the title comes from. Then we heard Blues Galore, kind of a mid-tempo to a fast blues, and then ended up with the ballad uh, Stack a Lee, which came from the Frankie and Johnny uh, series of uh, vocal tunes. So now we're going to go to the uh, most of the session that uh, Jimmy Noon did. The Johnny Dodd session produced six tunes, uh, and the Jimmy Noon session produced eight, and uh, very prolific indeed. And obviously Jack Cap was trying to get a lot of recordings out at this point. Uh, the Jimmy Noon session was aimed a little bit more towards the pop market, I think, as you will see. This was done on December 1st of 1937. Again, I think in New York, Jimmy Noon and Frank Smith were probably brought in for that. Uh, these other musicians were quite active on the New York scene, and unless they had just gone to Chicago uh, for something else and made the recording date, I think it has to have been in New York. This is Jimmy Noon and his orchestra. And we're going to start out with a tune that on the recording, uh, the Decca recording was called Bump It, but was known much better as Apex Blues, which Noon had recorded, one of the first tunes he did with his Apex Club band in 1929. After that, we're going to go to another one of those tunes from that vintage, Cliff Burwell's ballad Sweet Lorraine, which uh, Noon used as his theme song. A very pretty uh, melodic statement by the leader and a good vocal chorus by O'Neill Spencer. Then I'm Walking This Town, uh, which has a vocal by Teddy Bunn, the guitarist. He did quite a few interesting recordings in this period, and we're going to hear uh, him sing and play on that one. All the guitar solos today are by Teddy Bunn. Then a kind of a, a, a novelty swing uh, call and response tune along the lines of Marie. This was called Call Me Darling, Call Me Sweetheart, Call Me Dear. Again by Dickerson. I believe that was Althea Dickerson um, who may have done that Johnny Dodds tune that I mentioned earlier. 
Then we're going to finish up that set with a, a bluesy tune called There's Helen My Heart for You, uh, composed at least in part by uh, Jimmy Noon, possibly Clarence Williams as well. And that will feature a vocal by uh, Teddy Simmons, who was a, a blues singer who I believe was active in New York at the time. So those are our five tunes that will get us moving along the uh, Jimmy Noon uh, recording session of December of 1937 for DECA. Bump It, a.k.a. Apex Blues, Sweet Lorraine, I'm Walking This Town, Call Me Darling, and Helen, My Heart For You.
as happy as a baby boy With another brand new choo-choo toy When I'm with my sweet Lorraine A pair of eyes That are bluer than a summer sky When you see them, you will realize Why I love my sweet Lorraine When it's raining I don't miss the sun For it's in my sweetest smile Just to think that I'm the lucky one Who will lead her down the aisle Each night I pray That nobody steals her heart away Just can't wait until that happy day When I marry sweet Lorraine Sometimes it seems, both sharing dreams of the day gone by, gone by. Cause I'm walking this town, I'm looking around for you. Eyes filled with tears, thinking of years apart. I can't believe you'd leave me with a broken heart. Please believe me, I make myself blue Thinking of you, I can't believe you're through, you're through Cause I'm walking this town, I'm looking all around for you ¶¶ 
Call me sweetheart, call me Let dear. me be your honey dear. Thrill me darling with the words I want to hear. Hear me talking to you in your dark eyes, so smiling. A promise I see, but your two lips won't say that you care. Tell me, honey, that you care for me. Oh, my darling, if my daydreams would come honey, true, if my daydreams would come true, you would meet me at a secret rendezvous. Make it up town on the avenue, and I'd find the paradise. That lies deep in your eyes Call me darling Call me sweetheart Call me dear
Orchestra from December 1st of 1937 for Decca Records. We heard Charlie Shavers on trumpet. Again, he was only 17 years old. Uh, Jimmy Noon on clarinet. Pete Brown on alto sax. Pete Brown was really one of my favorite alto players. He had that sort of bouncy sound with that inner life to it, and uh, he was kind of a precursor to the rhythm and blues movement in a way, but a very good jazz player. Frank Smith was on piano, Teddy Bunn on guitar and took one vocal, Wellman Bro on bass, O'Neill Spencer on drums and vocal, and we heard Teddy Simmons sing that last tune, uh, Hell in My Heart. And I don't think she ever recorded it again, at least not to my knowledge, but uh, she may have just been brought in to uh, do that tune as a demo or whatever, uh, since it was Jimmy Noon's own tune. I think he might have been trying to to hit the hit the charts with that. It didn't work, but it was a nice tune nonetheless. We started out with the Apex Blues, here called Bump It, featuring a really outstanding Pete Brown solo uh, and good work all around. Jimmy Noon was really, I, I think, in some ways at his peak at this point, as Johnny Dodds was, too. His tone was cra- captured beautifully. He played regularly through the Depression in Chicago, mostly, although he did come to New York a couple of times, including for a couple of weeks to play with Cab Calloway's band in, I think, 1931. He never recorded with him, but he uh, played quite often in, in Chicago with a variety of groups. He recorded uh, more than most jazz musicians, black jazz musicians in the 1930s with his own band uh, that had been called the Apex Club Orchestra, but came to be known as just simply Jimmy Noon and his orchestra or New Orleans Band or what have you. So he was in good shape, and we heard him, uh, as I said, do a good solo on Apex Blues, but also his very melodic playing on Sweet Lorraine. Then we heard I'm Walking This Town, which was the Teddy Bunn vocal, and then Call Me Darling, Call Me Sweetheart, Call Me Dear. That kind of attempt to, I think, capture the swing pop market with uh, O'Neill Spencer singing and the chorus in the background. So I hope you enjoyed this program. We have two more for you from this Jimmy Noon set. Uh, this is the Jazz Focus, and you are listening to it on WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. I'm John Clark, and I want to thank you for supporting us. Hope you tune in every week and listen to what we're up to. The last two tunes are uh, the same group we just heard, a tune called Japanzy by Canner and Brian. I don't know of any other recording of this. It was kind of a nice ballad that features O'Neill Spencer on, on vocals here and some very sweet uh, Jimmy Noon clarinet playing, and then we'll end up with his signature piece, I Know That You Know, the Vincent Humans tune that was new when they recorded it originally in 1929, shows off uh, Noon's very fluid technique and fast articulation. He was a very good technical clarinet player, kind of an antithesis to Johnny Dodds, who was very elemental, but both of them excellent in their own regard. So that'll be our program for the Decca recordings of Johnny Dodds and Jimmy Noon, We're finishing up with Japanzy, and I Know That You Know.
that air in the garden grew that can have compare with you Japanese my heart is like the fan that you hold within your hand it sways but when you command Japanese Shy butterfly, though I kiss you goodbye, remember that I love you. Now wait for me, I pray, until I return someday, or oh, don't droop and fade away, Japanese. 